0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cordell. You're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation, and welcome to your Steeler Nation vidcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises, part of the Big Play Vidcast Network. I am your host, G-Striker, and I'm looking for something, anything to be thankful for this Thanksgiving weekend. I mean, I'm I'm really thankful, at least, for Najee's return to form beautiful game from Najee Harris how you doing guys how you doing then? um obviously loved that he had a 90 yard game two touchdowns uh really really nice game out of Najee two games in a row guys you guys were asking me why are we firing Najee why don't we get rid of him? was he a busted pick striker I was telling you guys he hasn't been healthy all year you wait till after after the bye week and what has he been after the bye week he's been exactly hey joe he's been exactly exactly like the pro bowler we know he is controlling the ball another over 100 yard game yeah jp definitely is um he's doing it all doing it all catching the ball running the ball getting the tough yardage breaking some big runs now that hurdle that hurdle into the end zone for his touchdown, he cleared the guy, absolutely cleared the guy. Did not even touch him. That's one of the mo- that's a highlight reel play for his career thus far. Absolutely beautiful hurdle to get over top of the defender and in to the end zone. Now a lot of people want to fire Tomlin in Canada. I mean, geez, we'll talk about Canada a lot today, absolutely a lot today. Don't think Tomlin's on the hot seat at all, though. Don't think he is yet. Gets two year, two um, years in a row like that. That's what's going to happen. Michael Hall, we are live. Let's go, Stryker. Let's go, Michael Hall. Always good to hear from you, my friend. Thankful to not be dead after all these close games, plus ones we've given away this year. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's getting the heart palpitations up and going for me, I'll tell you that. It's a good thing I gave up drinking. Ha <laughs> ha. I might be dead by now. <laughs> I'm not taking any videos live tonight on Instagram, guys. Um, I'm running multiple casts on YouTube, on uh, Facebook, on Twitter as well. So um, won't be able to get anything live going on. Um, uh, and and this, is a, this is an interesting perspective that I want to hear from you guys too. Because I love everybody ripping Canada. I mean, I'm not happy with them either. Not happy with them either, but we scored 30 damn points with that defense. I'm not putting that loss on Canada. That was 30 legit points by this offense. We didn't have any pick sixes or safeties or fumble returns for touchdowns or blocked punts, kick punt returns. It was all offense, guys. 30 points hung on, Matt Canada. You guys want to be all upset about him. We forgot about that $100 million defense doing absolutely nothing in the second half. That's what I'm kind of pissed off about for this game. I expected. I expect any time we score over 20 points to win a game with this defense. Absolutely expect it. And all of us should be expecting that. Because that's how good this team is. That's how good this defense is supposed to be. Especially defense, TJ Watt going up to knock out a ball coming down with an interception. The guy is absolutely, absolutely amazing. Yeah, Ben didn't do too much of carrying Canada. Canada was pretty abysmal. The only offensive coordinator we were ever good with, Ben, was uh, was uh, Arians and Haley. Those guys were really good with Ben. Uh, Kyle, one of those playoff wins was against a backup quarterback we won because a perfect cheap shot. You're going back through playoff stats, which is the ultimate, ultimate point of pointless stats pointing to playoff stats because either you have a good record in the playoffs because you make the super bowl or you don't because you lost in the wild card round or the divisional round so you're only going one and one or oh and one playoff stats are very skewed absolutely very skewed it's not who you play it's when you play them absolutely the case uh canada or not, he's got to go Ida over 10 yards all year. That's Pop Warner, bro. Well, we're, yeah, we're, we've gotten over 10 yards. One touchdown over 10 yards all year. Gotcha. Well, didn't we have a rush one over 10 yards and a passing one over 10 yards last game? So that's the way it, that's the way it falls sometimes. Um, if Tom was a decent coach, he'd shape up his play calling. Uh, he's not calling plays at all. Tomlin doesn't call offensive plays. Uh, you're thinking of Andy Reid. He's an offensive play caller calls the offensive plays for his team as a head coach. Uh, Same thing with uh, Bill Belichick. Um, But Tomlin's a defensive guy, just like Cowher. Just like Noel. they don't call plays. Not for the offense. Actually, Cowher did call the plays once for his offense. It's in his book, uh, Heart and Steel. Uh, And he talks about how difficult it is for a head coach to call plays and still manage the game or attempt to manage the game at the same time. Really, really awesome read, guys. If you're looking something along the holiday break to read something, I highly recommend Bill Cowher's Heart and Steel. Uh, it Let me know, at least by reading that, how difficult it is to be a head coach, what you actually need to be a good head coach in this league, and how to be successful because uh, that's the way it goes. Had to give our offense a pat on the back. 20-plus. We should certainly win. Yeah, we definitely should. I was expecting a lot more out of our defense, guys. Um, and that's the same way, Kyle. It's every single, and we talked about this too. We had an argument with it, uh, with Robert. Every single Hall of Fame coach has a Hall of Fame quarterback to help carry them. It's just the way it is. Just the way it is. Oh, he's. Uh, I think Tom is going to end up with a losing record this season. But I want to see what he does with a low draft, and I'm not afraid of a low draft. Hell, we might have we might have three picks in the top thirty-five this year. If we're gonna be bad, I want to be three picks in the top 35 bad this year, to tell you the truth. Um, shape up Canada. Oh, you mean help out Canada and make sure. Yeah, I, I understand that, Kyle. That makes it that's a good point. That's a good point. And hell, a lot of us are surprised too that he's even he's even here. We thought that we were gonna get a, a coaching change at the break. Didn't happen. Michael Scott Joyner, What's up, striker? DJ needs more plays. Called his way. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I mean, hell, all season we've just been running five yards outs with DJ. Last week we started running slants and he nearly ripped one off. He didn't get shoestring tackled or or interfered with. He would have had a touchdown on that play. Absolutely would have had a touchdown. Then for some reason we we don't run any slants, though Mooth got a lot of the targets in the middle of the field last game 12 targets, eight receptions, 70 some yards. Hell of a game for Muth, and that's what we expect out of Muth. We we need him to be able to come up and help us out. Um, BTO Ron, it's the timely play calling with Canada. Sometimes he calls plays just wasted it down, too predictable. Man, Uh, puts Kenny in difficult situations often, and that's the problem with Canada too. Is it's like I'm watching Canada and he's there managing yardage. He's trying to get us in third and short. Now the problem is. Managing yardage works; it does work in the NFL. And we were third and short most of the beginning part of this year, even when Trubisky was our coach, or sorry, our, our starting quarterback. Um, the problem is, if you have a, a penalty on offense, or if you take a sack, you are, or you take a run for a loss, you are behind the sticks, and you cannot make up the yardage for the first down. And that's what seems to be happening with this Matt Canada offense. He's managing yardages. Is opposed to trying to go down the field, take his shots for the most part. For the most part. Oh, I completely disagree, Kyle. Um, Donovan McNabb was a hell of a hell of a quarterback. Absolutely a hell of a quarterback up there in Philly, uh, and that's the reason why he has a hell of a, a hell of a record in general. Um, forget who he had even before. He had somebody before McNabb. Uh, I have to go back through and watch it. I just don't have a, I used to live up in Philly area, at least when McNabb was playing up there. Uh, Robert! Fantasy football fans cosplay as if the real Steeler fans. And it's a different thing because it's about winning with the linemen. The others listening to are talking heads pretending stats don't lie. Indeed. Jay, welcome to the show! The Little Giants probably beat us with the annexation of Puerto Rico play all day it kind of happened that that screen pass that the that uh the Bengals ran on on like was that second and long or third and long and they ended up getting a touchdown out of it that would look kind of like an annexation of Puerto Rico the way that our team was completely oblivious to what a screen looks like and trying to get to them in general absolutely um Robert, you're saying Tomlin has completely admitted to taking over offensive play calling at times, just like he's done with offensive play calling. Be honest, Stryker. Not at all. You show me. Robert, you show me a, a game where he called the whole game. Every single coach, Cower included, Noel included, this play we're going to do this situationally. Yes, Tomlin's done that. Cower's done that. Noel has done that. None of those three, except for Cower. That I know of has ever played called an entire game offensively. That is a definite. Jay, because Tomlins was calling defense up until this year. So that's what we got on that. Jay Nova, three picks. Sounds good to me, striker. <laughs> we just did an article too at stealernation.com uh stating we may have two first round picks this year. Two picks in the top 32. And that is if. We or Chicago ends up being the top pick of the second round. Miami Dolphins has lost their first round pick because of that debacle trying to bring in uh, Sean Payton, trying to circumvent the system. They lost their first round pick, which technically means the 32nd slot, which is normally a first round pick, is going to go to the first team picking in the second round this year. First round, two first round picks. It's possible we'll have to see now a big proponent of that too is how is Chicago going to do um that Detroit barely beat them last week I mean that was a nail biter for I was rooting of course I'm rooting against Chicago the rest of the year guys uh I think uh Claypool now has since three games since the trade like five catches for 35 yards no touchdowns still want him to do well don't want him to win but I want him to do well and He gave us a win this year. Claypool was the reason why Trubisky was able to bring us back in that game to give us a win, which was Kenny Pickett's first win. That's the stuff that we've got to realize. We got rid of a player that gave us a win this year. That's the long and the short of it, and that's the way it is uh rip dad how come y'all can't beat the Bengals? we did we beat them week one next question <laughs> hello grandpa hey how you doing grandmaster good to see you tattoo <laughs> yeah i'm getting up there but i stopped coloring my beard i like the gray ladies like the gray evidently too thank you ladies for all the uh, the nice comments about my my good gray beard now go steelers joe good to see you my friend uh, stop trying to run to not, Jeez, out of shotgun as well. Let him get downhill to make something happen. I like that. Oh my gosh, that debacle on the draw where like Najee like came up to make a block and like Kenny Pickett's like, oh crap. <laughs> Throws the ball downfield. Of course, we have a person downfield because it was supposed to be a draw. Najee screwed that one up. But yes, I agree. Try to keep him moving toward the line of scrimmage. Try to have him making things happen. We'll get to that one there, Joe, too. We'll talk about some uh, draft pick stuff. First round, I'm looking for a left tackle or a shutdown corner. Those are my top two, especially if we're picking in the top three. Um, Michael Hall could have been a 40-point game, but failed to produce two times deep in Bengals territory, one being T.J. Watt's interception to him, that was a slap in the face. Offense didn't do anything with it. That was unfortunate. It was unfortunate that we started the second half on four straight, four straight three and outs, including that TJ Watt fly paper interception, insane interception. That was gorgeous. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he intercepted. that was the difference between, him making interception and Tyson Alualu going up with two hands and like batting at it as opposed to like catching it. <laughs> those tight end hands on those Watts, man. Insane. Robert, Juju learned Juju learn much more from Andy Reid, who's never been a wide receiver versus Mike Tomlin, whose whole foundation in football is being a star wide receiver. So don't pretend like not a fair to compare them coaching Juju. Well, Robert, Robert? Why isn't he getting better stats from the offensive mastermind and Reed? Why is his best season with Tomlin? His best seasons with Tomlin? You have to think about that one, huh? Michael Hall, Pickens, and Friermuth continue to produce plays and improve games after game. Oh, yes. Law, both Muth and Pick Pickens with a big game too. Breakout game, I would have to say. Getting eighty-three yards, four catches, and a touchdown—almost like a breakout game. Michael Scott Joyner. O-line penalties are killing us absolutely, especially in a in a yard-managed offensive scheme. You get an offensive line penalty, you're screwed. You get a holding call, you're done. That's a four and out, or three and out, three and punt, three and kick. That's just the way it goes with this managing these short yardage situations like we're doing with Matt Canada. Absolutely atrocious at times. Michael Hall defense did okay, but also allowed too many third down conversions. I think it was that whole third quarter. Four straight three and outs means the defense was on the field, the entire third quarter. And that's where they scored the majority of their points. The third quarter. That's where, Higgins killed us in the third quarter and second quarter. First and fourth, he didn't get a catch. Second and third, he destroyed it. He had a career game in two quarters. It's a tough one. Mike Tomlin set and still holds the wide receiver records in his college and has always been oriented that way. And it was only a few years before the Steelers that he started the defensive stuff. Yeah, but we still end up drafting wide receivers every year. Is he ever going to get credit for that? developing wide receivers as well where other teams can't like our neighbors in the uh afc north the ravens who keep grabbing first round wide receivers and they still don't do anything they still don't do anything i think the cat is hungry it definitely good ear there diane she wants to go outside it is cold as hell out there she's also a Bengals fan that damn cat so of course she's going to be annoying during my vidcast because that's what she does Come on, Lexi. Knock it off. Yes, Bengals won. I hear you. McNabb was a beast. Absolutely, Jay. Uh, Michael Hall, good news. Steelers, two games in a row, scored more than 20 points. So I'm thankful for that, I guess. I'm definitely thankful for that. I'm thankful for having T.J. Watt back. That's probably the thing I am most thankful for this year. T.J. Watt coming back has just, it's changed the defense. I mean, yeah, we still gave up 30 points. But every single game that TJ Watt has played in, we have had multiple interception games. Every game he did not play in, we were lucky to get one interception. Four interceptions the first game. But we had two, three last week. And then two this previous, this, this most recent week against Cincinnati. Absolutely incredible. That That's the TJ Watt effect. Absolutely, how good he is at changing the game. Chad Hayes, best case scenario, as hard as, it, as hard as it is to say, is for this team to have a bad enough record to draft top ten, along with the two second round picks. Steelers could really shore up the O line, at least two picks, and the other being cornerback or D line. I'd be exact. I'd be one hundred percent fine with that, Chad. Absolutely, uh, Luke. What do you think our record is at the end of the season? Well, I've got my final chance to be right at 10 and 7 if we win out, but I don't see it happening. I don't. I think this is going to be too tough of a year for us to end up going 10 and 7. Though, catcher, yeah, catcher, I like how you agree with me, though. (laughs) Um, Diane, I will always feel Ben didn't get the credit as quarterback as he deserved. Oh, yeah, he will. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Absolutely gets the credit that he deserves. Um, And he's going to kind of be a little bit more impressive as people look back on Ben. Because the media was so against Ben Roethlisberger. Most of it being self-inflicted by being an idiot kid when he's young in his career, making poor decisions, putting himself in bad situations, which led to a four-game suspension. Which became the albatross around his neck for him being a marketable al- athlete and for him being an ambassador of the NFL. He never became that. He was, he was. He was the youngest quarterback ever to win a Super Bowl. He was the golden child for a bit. People forget that. He was in all the chunky food commercials, all set to do another one until he bounced his dome off the hood of a freaking car, making a Pittsburgh left when he's driving his motorcycle. Sure, he got back to a two more Super Bowls after that moment. Won one, lost one. Guy is a first round, sorry, first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Absolutely is. Um, Robert, on the Bob Library Ola interview with Mike Tomlin within the last year, he admitted to taking over all offensive play calling, just like he's done defensive play. No, I don't believe it at all, Robert. I'm a writer. I've never seen that written anywhere. I've never seen an article on that. We've never written an article on that here at Steeler Nation. Um, only defensive play calling is the only thing I have verified for Mike Tomlin ever doing. Never being the offensive play caller. Absolutely. You're going to have him make an offensive play calls over, over Haley, who is the single greatest offensive play caller we ever had, statistically. Canada is horrible. Who would I like to see as our next offensive coordinator? Anybody but Canada. Somebody that can utilize the skill set that we have on offense. Excellent receivers. Deontay Johnson always open. Pickens can make himself open with his athleticism. Friermuth, an absolute beast down the middle of the field. A Hall of Fame running back. Great backup scat back. Hard-nosed runner with Warren now coming in. On the backside, we have excellent talent. We need better offensive line play. And we need better offensive play calling. We got the top quarterback in the draft as well. Is Kenny Pickett going to develop into something? Is Canada holding him back? I don't know. I've only seen what Canada's been calling. And right now, there is an aspect. Yes, he's calling a lot of similar plays. We see the jet sweep. A lot. Motion jet sweep all the time. Sometimes we hand off, sometimes we don't. I saw twice where we did the play action where Kenny Pickett ran the ball, got stopped, ran it the exact same play, two plays in a row, second play, got the first down. So sometimes you can run the same play, two plays in a row, and get a different result. That's something Bill Belichick does. A ton. He'll say, replay. That means we're running the exact same play. Or he'll say, mirror replay which means they're running the exact same play, but they're flipping everybody. So tight end's going to be on the other side of the field. and They're running to get the opposite direction. That is something like that cannot be used as a disadvantage. In my opinion, at least for play calling, because it can be used situationally, especially if you see something that almost worked to get to work the next time, Diane, do you think they should have let Juju go? Uh, Well, he was a free agent. They didn't really let him go. It's what is he worth? And could the Steelers afford to keep him? Um, honestly, they they could have made the room and afforded to keep Juju. But with this offense, why? Why? What? I mean, Claypool was playing Juju's role. And he was doing a good job of it. It's not like we would have gotten any more production out of Juju playing the slot that we did out of Claypool. They're both similar skill sets. We just weren't throwing the ball over the middle of the field. We were hitting the five-yard outs. That's like the only pass play we were throwing first five weeks of the season, five yard outs. Why don't we have any rack yardage striker? Because we keep running five yard outs and our receivers are already falling out of bounds when they get the football because our quarterbacks are pinning them against the sideline. That was our offense the first six weeks of the season. Now we're getting more running aspects. Najee getting in there is starting to open up the offense a bit more. We're scoring more points now, as we've seen. Much better to see Frank Reich or Kingsbury for offensive coordinator. I like Reich better, to tell you the truth. BTO, out of those two, uh, y- you can disagree with me, and that's fine. And if you like Kingsbury more, please tell me why. Uh, we do. We have great weapons. Luke Cage. I love your uh, superhero ability too. Uh, Pickett can literally run the ball, no problem when needed. And but the, the odd thing is, like we've kind of like hemmed Pickett in, like we're like Pickett, stay in the pocket. Pickett, stay in the pocket. So now he's making bad decisions when he runs out of the pocket he's running out too early sometimes where he's or he's trying to go out of the back side of the pocket where he should be coming out of the front side of the pocket. If Kenny Pickett is going downhill out of the front of the pocket, he's going to be making plays with his legs. And that's what we see out of him. Picketts is our number one wide receiver. Nope, it's still Deontay Johnson. Our, our pro bowler, the guy that's always open on his breaks, Deontay Johnson is our number one wide receiver and will be until Pickens can put together a complete game and not drop a wide open ball hitting both of his hands for a touchdown down the sideline. That looked like Lima sweet on that play. That one one upset me. The catches that Pickens has been making, he shouldn't drop this. Ever. Ever. Shout out from Virginia. Go Steelers. Thanks, Jeff. Welcome, Virginia. Uh, I'm there a lot. California in the house as well. It's Steeler Nation. Good evening, Hunter. Good to hear from you. Ah. Bob, under interviews, Mike Tomlin hesitated. He'll take over often to play calling, just like he has defense play calling, dream games. I don't know what that means, but I know he hasn't called a complete game on offense. Uh, Sorry for typos. Coleman did not hesitate. Oh, Coleman, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Ronnie Hunter, we scored 30 points first time all season. And and this is the fourth straight game, Steel A Nation, in the past three years that we've scored 30 points and lost. We haven't, we haven't won a game where we've scored 30 points or more since 2020. That's it. That's tough. <laughs> Two 37-point losses and a 30-point loss here. Rough stuff. So you're GM contradicting Mike Tomlin himself when you say Tomlin never calls offensive play. No, I'm saying he didn't call a complete game. Every single coach will call. Hey, we're, it's fourth down. We're going for it. We'll do this this play, Robert. Come on, man. Don't be trying to put words in my mouth that aren't there. I can do that myself. Michael Scott Joiner. Do I hear a cat? Yes. And she finally just left the room. Since I'm not opening up the door and letting her out, we're having too good of a conversation. Jay Nova, we get an interception and didn't do nothing with it. Let's go 2023 season. Hashtag Blitzburg DraftKings 2023. (laughs) We'll have to see that, Jay. But didn't we get a field goal out of that at least? I think we were already at least on that side of the field. We got three points. And give it up to Wright. Anthony Wright. I'm giving you a, a golf clap. You did your job this week. Three field goals attempted, three made. Three extra points attempted, three made. Much better than missing two field goals the previous week. Wright is a good kicker. He actually is. He can play in this league. So I was surprised that he missed two in a game. Absolutely surprised. Jeff, I'm going to Pittsburgh for the Ravens game. Y'all going. I'll be there i should be there for that game love the room thank you diane decorated it myself (laughs) here i'll I'll pull the uh pull the uh instagram cast a little bit more here to the right so they can see a little bit more of the Steeler stuff and less of my uh star wars crap (laughs) i got plenty of star wars crap downstairs as well gotta love my helmets love my helmets um Rob, you feel Juju is best with Tomlin? Please explain why Juju, in one month with the Chiefs, he has coached and more. He he was coached and uh, learned more about being a wide receiver than all the years with the Steelers. (laughs) I love how narrative people like to point to things like that. He's speaking highly of his coach that he's currently with. He He didn't say Tomlin's terrible at coaching, which he's not. (laughs) <laughs> he didn't say the Steelers wide receiver coaches are terrible at their game, but he did have to go through 2019, 2020, and 2000, uh, 2019 and 2020 with Feekner and with Canada. That's tough. That's tough for any wide receiver to get production out of them. And he's still got some good production and his best production so far with Tomlin. Ronnie, our corners can't cover their own shadows. Yeah, who is going to be the final, finally, our uh our outside corner who's gonna step up. I mean, it sucked that uh William Jackson the third um ended up not being healthy enough to play. I think we kind of took a flyer on him just to get him on our radar and get him on a roster and try to keep him. So hopefully he can pan out because the guy can be a number one corner. Absolutely can. Um, David, I'll be at the Raiders game. I'll be at that, that yeah. 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception against the ga- the team they did it with. That would be awesome. And, guys, you can meet up at the Steeler Nation tailgate. Lot 4A. Caddy Corner from PNC Park. Right there on the nearest corner, Caddy Corner, is where the Steeler Nation terrible tailgate sets up every week. If you guys are ever looking for a place to join up, join up at our tailgate. The Steeler Nation tailgate. <laughs> we always have, like, it's usually 40 bucks uh all you can drink all you can eat we have a beer bong we have ciders we have seltzers we have um a whole buffet djs usually giving out like some signed merchandise too from our um sponsors total sports enterprises they're always big at that my car is Steelers, awesome scat pack great to hear great to hear uh tom you know juju loves Steelers and thinks tom is okay so why wouldn't he say it unless it's true? Why wouldn't he? Well, he's happy to be where he's at now. He's He has one of the best quarterbacks right now in the league throwing to him. That's fantastic. He's got a guy that can throw him open now. now right now we got quarterbacks that are learning how to play the game. Whether it was Trubisky who hadn't played quarterback in two years, meaningful snap, or Pickett who's just trying to learn how to play in this league. Was there last week? Awesome, tailgate. Awesome. Thank you, Scat Pack. I'm glad you were there. Um, I missed this past game. I traded my tickets. Uh, I had four. I, the people next to us, we did a ticket swap. We had four people for the uh, Cincinnati game. I gave my two, so he had f- or, sorry, four for the New Orleans game. I gave him my two, so he had four for the Cincinnati game. We kind of do that every year as season ticket holders. Makes it fun. So you can have one game you can come to with more people. Najee is kept, catching fire, and I'm glad for it. Absolutely glad for it. A bunch of us. Wanted to say that he wasn't going to be playing or he, he wasn't going to be returning to form. Here she is, the uh, Instagram. Now you got the cat cam. Since uh, Lexi has returned to her rightful place on my lap, keeping me down. Uh, my son and daughter-in-law were at the Bengals game with some of the grandkids, hard loss and a cold game. Kudos to you, Steeler Nation, for sticking it out and being loud in that game. Absolutely. And then he would come back a week later and double down on saying the same thing and expanding upon it. It's the Steelers coaches suck compared to good play, playoff teams, playoff, good play off teams, but stats are still better as a Steeler. Let's see if he can beat those numbers. Dusty, welcome back to the show. He was the offensive play caller in no huddle. Haley was terrible, is terrible. Ben Roethlisberger was the offensive coordinator in no huddle. (laughs) Yep. No more jet sweeps. Ronnie Hunter coming in on the jet sweep angle. Yeah, it worked out better, best for us in the New Orleans game where they couldn't defend the run. But a team like the Bengals who's built to stop the run when we have teams like the the Ravens, the Browns in that division, we got to see them four times. Got to stop the run. Scat Pack, yeah, it was supposed to be night game, but the atmosphere was awesome. So slightly warmer is what you're saying. <laughs> ben should be the offensive coordinator. Absolutely not. <laughs> I am completely against Hall of Fame quarterbacks becoming offensive coordinators because they have no ability to teach what they did to make other players better because they can't do what they did. They're special players. Ben's a special player. You should have stood in that pocket. You only had three guys on you. Ha, 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 Ben, like, shooed guys off. Defensive lineman. Ben's like. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I always loved about him. Carlos Goncalves, Litos. How you doing, my friend? Hello, striker. Got late to the party. Can we call the season over and focus on development of the young guys? Yes and no. We're still going to try to win games. But it's going to be a tough one. Tough one to win. No, he didn't have Randall Cunningham. No, no, Andy. I I don't think Andy had Randall, Randall Cunningham. Um, I've got my bookmarks. I'll tell you exactly who Andy Reid had as his quarterbacks. Um, his his big one would have been um McNabb. McNabb's by far the the quarterback he's tied to the most for um for his stuff. So he started off with yeah, I had McNabb his whole career. Started with McNabb in '99 though. Um, yeah, that was his rookie season. They drafted him. Doug Peterson was technically the, 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 uh, starting quarterback that season before McNabb became the starter, uh, down the stretch. But (laughs) yeah, he was completely with McNabb. I know he had, um, a couple different ones. Once McNabb, uh, let Michael Vick was there for a little bit. Um, who's another? Would have Hall of Fame could have been Hall of Fame uh, talent if he wasn't dumb. Nick Foley and Dynamite, <laughs> who won a Super Bowl. Those were his. Those were his quarterbacks. I thought he had one of the. Um, uh, yeah, Jeff Garcia. He had Jeff Garcia for a season too when Donovan McNabb got hurt. They had Jeff Garcia for that playoff run. So had some good quarterbacks the whole way, absolutely the whole way. But mostly McNabb his entire career. McNabb was on his roster up until the last f- four years. Three years. So um so Reed only played three years without McNabb. So that's interesting to interesting note, but still a hell of a hell of a, a quarterback in his own right. Uh, Perrine went wild on our defense. Three touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, it's like watching AJ Brown. <laughs> Michael Hall. Jermaine Pratt knows our defense more than Canada knows. Yeah, it's it's tough to see. Hello, good afternoon, Steeler Nation. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. It's good night for me. My gosh, where are you in Steeler Nation? You at you over on the uh, in Hawaii? <laughs> Diane, do you think Kenny can be as good as Ben with the right people around him? I don't know if he's going to be as good as Ben. Uh he's a different quarterback than what Ben is. Uh, can he be a franchise quarterback? Can he be a great quarterback? I think he has the talent. I think we can still make room to getting some more talent, hopefully getting Austin back and healthy. Hope maybe even going and drafting another wide receiver next year, which we probably will do. Um, maybe in the third round this time, first first or third and fourth round, as opposed to first and second rounds. Uh, because I think we're going offensive line, like a lot of you guys are saying, left tackle, I think is our number one. We need a lockdown left tackle because a lockdown left tackle protects your blind side of your young franchise quarterback. Second one, we need our center. We need our athletic center that the Steelers build dynasties around. We don't have that on the roster right now. And we usually went from one to another to another. Ray Mansfield to Mike Webster. Mike Webster to Dermotty Dawson. Yeah, we had a couple years off, but fortunately we got lucky with Jeff Hardings when we converted him from a guard to a center, and he was amazing. Didn't work out at all when we tried to convert uh, Sean Mahan from guard to center because he was atrocious. But then we got Pouncy. I miss Pouncy too, and I do. Guys, these are my jerseys. I've got a Dermody Dawson jersey. I've got a Pouncy jersey. I love centers. Steelers go through starting centers about as often as they go through head coaches. It, up until this point, now they're on a rotational basis trying to figure out who their next starting center is going to be. And it's a tough run. And both Cordell Stewart and Randall Cunningham might forget about guys like Joe Gilliam and others who would run it in before them. Yeah, we, you had some great ones. You had some great ones. I don't think either of them would forget them. Randall Cunningham was kind of seen as being the most athletic of those quarterbacks at that time in the in the early 80s. Um, trying to think of anybody in the seventies was at, at, as running black quarterbacks in the seventies that had the, that kind of mobility that Randall Cunningham had uh, because after that, he was kind of like the gold standard to what a athletic black quarterback could look like in the NFL. And now we have the Lamar Jacksons. Now we have the Russell Wilson's Uh, but Russell Wilson's a much better passer obviously too. Um, Michael pick it over through and under through passes to the receivers. Yes, he did. He's young. He's young. Pressure's going to affect him a little bit. Drop pass is still a problem for receivers. Yes, they are. But it wasn't Deontay Johnson this week, guys. Why does Pickens get the pass when he's the guy that's not supposed to be dropping passes? You guys want to say he's the number one receiver? He's the kid. He's dropping wide open buckets on the three-yard line that would have walked in for a touchdown. Sure, we still scored on that drive, but should have had that one. Pickett needed Juju so bad. Dusty, I don't know how different this offense would have been with Juju over Claypool. I really don't. Outscored 20-10 to in the second half. And it hurts when you start with four straight, four and outs. Especially when you start with ball. Start with ball in the second half, you gotta score. Got to. I hear you, Jay. (laughs) First of all, Bruce Arians is statistically and realistically... Championship-wise, clearly better than Todd Haley uh, to quit repeating that old thing, who's Steelers' best offense coordinator? Statistically, Haley. You look at the numbers. Steelers were never a top three offense until Todd Haley became our offensive coordinator. Bruce got us championships. Sure, we got unlucky with a paralyzed Defensive Player of the Year person in 2017, which I thought that was the difference of us not winning a Super Bowl that year. Also, AB getting brained. And that one Super Bowl run where we should have beaten the team that won the Super Bowl with the with Peyton Manning for some reason that could fall down on the ground, stand back up, and throw a ball downfield to change the game. That was unreal. Absolutely unreal. Millette is a hard worker, but can't play man coverage far away from the line of scrimmage. I blame the D coordinator for putting him in that position. And I do too. Norwood used to be the slot corner for passing situations. Millett was the slot corner for defensive situations because we did not have a slot corner that could play both because we got rid of Mike Hilton and we moved Sutton to outside. Those two players can play slot corner in all situations. Millett cannot. That's why I'm hoping one of these outside corners do better so we can move Sutton back inside take Millett off the field. Honestly. That was the dumbest move in that, that free agency when I said, it's only going to be $4 million for a playmaker. Cheap as nuts. We should have targeted and kept Mike Hilton. Every time I see him on the Bengals, I'm like, damn it. Damn it. And of course, we saw him last year. He had a pick six against Ben. Guy's a playmaker. Absolute playmaker. And he was so good at blowing up screens, at sacking quarterbacks in our system. Guy was a monster absolute monster and we don't have an answer for him yet absolutely don't phil feels like dan moore is getting flagged multiple times every game yes he is yeah he's getting some flags geez our, our left tackle's getting flagged a lot more he's getting more flags <laughs> not good to see it's been pretty quiet on the dots front since you guys uh went out there and started putting death threats on the internet about him which i thought was atrocious Uh, But Dotson hasn't been making any penalties. Robert, Mike Tomlin said he has taken over offensive play. I'm I'm going to have an extensive research thing on this, Robert, but you're wrong. He's never called a complete game. Tomlin has never called a complete game from start to finish. Cower is the only head coach that I know who took the offensive play calling from an offensive coach for the entire game. Which offensive coach did he take it from? because I don't know what you're saying there. <laughs> Mike Tau said he, all of it, especially, I think, situational football. Situational football, yes! That's what I've been saying, Robert! Fourth downs, third and shorts, goal line situation. Yes, every head coach does that, Robert. That has been my point. <laughs> not for a whole game, which is what you're trying to argue, which he's never done. <laughs> no, I'm not letting you outside. You won the game. Knock it off. Michael Scott Joyner, we had the eighth pick in the draft right now. A few more wins, and we could be in the middle of the pack. Do we start tanking? No. That's not Steeler football. But with our offensive line and our offensive play calling, we're probably going to lose a lot more than we win now. Even with our Najee Harris starting to blow up and our offensive line starting to block a bit better now in the running game. Opening up some bigger holes, getting some bigger runs now downfield. If we can get Warren back too, that would help. How many of T? I don't know how that is. How many Steeler free agents do you think we'll keep? I haven't even looked at the Steeler free agents yet. Chow chow. Uh, we'll do that a little bit later in the season. What's up, Striker? What's up, Claude Bishop? Welcome to the show, Claude. Good to see you again, my friend. Sorry, I mean, Pratt knows our offensive fire, my autocorrect like when they fire Canada. Oh, always a good point, Michael Hall. I hear you. I hear you. Um, going to guys, just so I can get your attention here for a second. Now that Najee's back in form and protecting that ball for the Steelers, it's time for the Steelers. It's time for Manscaped to protect your balls. Manscaped has the platinum package for all of your underwear needs. Get the platinum package, the lawnmower trimmer, the weed whacker ear nose trimmer, ball deodorant, body wash, and two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Boxer briefs with a special sack, sack for your sack and the travel bag to put it all in one spot. Get it all with Manskate. They're the ones that are turning your playa into an MVP. We know what that P stands for. Yeah, you know me. You down with MVP? Yeah, you know me. You down with MVP? Yeah, you know me. Promo code Nation, All caps, all one word. 20% off your order. Free shipping. Go to manscaped.com today. Your balls will thank you for it. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping my balls safe and dry. Manscaped.com. <laughs> That's my favorite sponsor. <laughs> All righty, guys. Where are we at? Where are we at? Ronnie, we scored three offensive touchdowns, one shy of the four. I said we could get. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got there this time. Finally starting to get there. uh Robert Nolan Cower cleaned house from the previous ways and did a whole new way. But Tomlin did what he was just Cower's system caretaking. Now it's time for a new coach to clean house and start new. <laughs> I love that. I love how people are like, he did it with Cowers players. He did it with Cowers. He ran a completely different. System. He ran the Tampa 2. Cower was more in online blitz, one back. We started running Tampa 2 with Mr. Tomlin. Got to two Super Bowls 1-1 in four short years. So that's the way it goes. Bruce Arians was by far the Steelers' best offense coordinator, and then Tomlin began hiring them, and they got progressively worse than Arians. I do agree that I think that Arians was the most successful of all of those offensive coordinators. He was good enough and successful enough to become the interim head coach in Indianapolis and take that team to the playoffs in that year where Pagano got cancer, and also to win a Super Bowl. With Tom Brady over in Tampa Bay, but Tom Brady ran him out of town. So, what does it say about a head coach that gets run out of town? Well, at least it's good that you know somebody underneath of Mike Tomlin's coaching tree got a Super Bowl. So there you go. Extra day off Monday night at Indy. How do you think we will do? Michael Hall, Indy is a team on the rise. They've got Jeff Saturday as their coach. I love Jeff Saturday as a player. Um, a lot of people are giving them, giving them flack. I know cower, uh, came out stating that, you know, you've already got two former, um, head coaches on that roster that should have probably been named head coach over Saturday, but Saturday was named the head coach. How is he doing? How is he progressing? I didn't, they win last week. I'd, I'd forget if they even, if they won last week, I'm, I've got to look up the Colts now. I thought they won last week. Why is it not clicking on the Colt? When I click on the Colts, it should go to the Colts. Dang it. I get all my windows open here for a reason so I can answer these quick questions. But the links aren't working over at NFL.com. All right. Last week. Oh, that's right. They lost by a point to probably the best team in the, in the NFL right now. The Eagles. Uh, Riz, do I think the Steelers can win all of the games for the, down the stretch? No. Do I think they can? No. Do I want them to? Yes. They, I don't think they're going to sweep Baltimore. Baltimore is the best team in the division. They're one of the best teams in the AFC right now. And they've got a cake schedule. Absolute cake schedule now going down. Um, at Colts, at Cal. Why is this showing? I'm on Colts and it says this next game is at Colts. You're drunk, NFL.com. Are they on a buy? Is that what it means? <laughs> Do they have a buy this week? <laughs> and then face us on Monday night. I don't know how this stuff works. No, they should. It should be us. Yeah, we're on Monday night. They should be facing us on Monday night. I hope we can win this week. We're at home. It's a team that's got four wins and a, and a tie. That's a, a win and a tie better than us, but we'll have to see how that works out. Uh, guys, I want to talk about this too quickly. Uh, 20. 28 modern era hall of famers were just mentioned. Um, offensive uh, Joe Thomas that we know from the uh, Browns, uh, Drell, uh, Revis Island, Drell Revis, Dwight Freeney, uh, James Harrison. They're on their first year of eligibility this year. The only two Steelers on the board. Um, oh, it's in Indy. Thank Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I know I wasn't going out there this week because I'm a season ticket holder, but, uh, but you're right. They're playing in Indianapolis, but Heinz Ward is up there again. I did the stats breakdown last year. He had the best stats of every wide receiver. If you took stats on what position you you ended on for your career and you assigned a numerical value to them, he was better than every single wide receiver in that draft. Plus, he knocked the heads off other people, got the rules changed, and had defenses scared poopless of him. That's a guy I need to see in the, in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely do. But Harrison? I don't think he's getting in his first time just because of how he took on Raj headfirst. I think he'll eventually get in, but I don't think he's the first ballot guy, but man, everybody knows who he is. And I don't think anybody wants to go up and tell him personally. I didn't vote for you. (laughs) Could you imagine saying that to Harrison while he's staring at you? But yeah, I mean, you guys asked me if we're going to win out. Can we win out our playoff? Um, our playoffs right now to make the playoffs it is bleak, absolutely bleak. Um, there's the th- the teams that right now that are six to eight in the AFC for making and six and seven make the playoffs as wildcard teams. They all have six wins and they have all beaten us either once or twice. Cincinnati beat us twice, so we are four games out of the place before getting into the playoffs. Division leader Miami has the tie break on us and one more win, so we're five back from Miami. We're four back from the Ravens with two to play, but they have the easiest schedule in our division. They only face Cincinnati with a winning record the last week of the season. Everybody else has a losing record or a 500 team. They have a cake schedule. Yes, true, you're right. We did split Cincy. Thank you, Javi, for reminding me we did. Yes, you're right. So technically. I guess it's still open on who has the tie break on that one. Cause I think we are one and two in the division. And I think Cincinnati now is one and three in the division because they lost to each of the teams in the first half of the season. Then they just beat us. So yes, yes, you're correct. Thank you for that one. I appreciate that. But still three games back from Cincy with a, I don't know how we're going to finish up in the season. Cause we still haven't played the Ravens yet. Let, let, let alone once let, yeah, let alone twice. We'll have to see how that shakes out as well. Uh, but not something I'm super high or excited about for our chances of making the playoffs since we lost to Cincinnati. Haas, I'm back to saying fire Canada Canada another week. Ravens were smart enough to do it when we beat them with Charlie Batch as our quarterback. And in the fourth quarter, they decided not to do a single run to Ray Rice the entire fourth quarter. And we came back and won that game. Cam got fired. They went to the Super Bowl that year, and they won it. That can happen. It's not going to happen to us. But it can happen to a team that's at least around 500. We're so under 500, we need to go on a four-game winning streak just to sniff it. (laughs) It is a tough, tough season. Robert, I waited in an empty restaurant with just with just Jeff Harding's and his wife. And I'm embarrassed to admit his wife was so hot, Jeff caught me glancing too long a couple times. <laughs> that's a good story, Robert. I like that. Oh, what's this one, Haas? Tomlin says Kenny's development could be faster. Fire Canada then. That's a good that's a good argument. <laughs> or Sullivan. Is the problem with Sullivan? Because he's the uh he's the uh, quarterback's coach. Uh, two more losses, Tomlin guaranteed first losing season and eliminated. Could, could happen. Two more losses and it, he will guarantee a losing season. Uh, Robert, sure, I poured their wine and as he and I chatted about the Steelers, but instead of looking at him in the eye or the wine glass, I was kind of focused on his wife's cleavage. <laughs> nice. Hello, bye, Greg. <laughs> Michael, I think I might need some new underwear. Every time I watch a Steelers football games like this, what the, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand what that means. I need a do underwear after waiting on Jeff Harding's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the laugh, Robert. I love you, man. Absolutely love that one. River Fire Mike Tomlin. I'm tired of just let's not lose attitude. He's let's go out there and win. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Haas, this might be a stretch in our Tomlin, but is Tomlin maybe the problem? Me, I'm not. I'm not down on Tomlin yet. I know a lot of you guys want to kill Tomlin, Haas, I know you. You're saying you love Tomlin, man, but he's not showing any urgency. I think we're doing what we're doing. I think we're doing the best with what we have. Uh, we having TJ hurt for a lot of the season sucked, absolutely sucked, and stripped our ability to be be competitive defensively for half the season. Um, our offensive line did not improve, which is something we were expecting. It's kind of been the, kind of the same. I mean, they're starting to improve now in these last two weeks, but after the after being only winning two games in the first half of the season, we're behind the eight ball. We're behind the eight ball. Gene, even when Canada gets let go next season, is that going to affect Pickett's development? Because two offensive coordinators in two years, yes. If this is how he's called, if he's just trying to manage yardage as opposed to trying to see what a quarterback can do. And honestly, Kenny Pickett also has to get in a situation where if he sees Pickens single covered, throw him the ball, throw him the ball. There's no doubt in my mind. He's not coming down with 75% of the balls. He gets thrown to in a 50, 50 jump ball situation. That's why we drafted Pickens. Throw him the ball in those one on ones, Ronnie Hunter. We can't lose to Indy and Jeff Saturday. I know we can't lose to Saturday on Monday. <laughs> How would that work out? <laughs> That's a really confusing week for me. Ha! <laughs> the huh, so standard is the standard, but maybe the standard needs to change. Yeah, yeah. Right now it's more like a standardized test. We all know what standardized tests test: your ability to take a test. <laughs> rivers i see a great future for us we have a great young core we do and i'm happy for the young uh offensive players i'm happy for the young defensive linemen coming up through the system high smith looks like he's starting to pan out um Fitz is going to be here for years he's a young kid tj is on his prime contract right now this team is made to compete it really is and, and they're fun to watch on defensively when they're not sucking so badly because our offense can't get any first downs uh robert our defensive coordinator seems like a nice guy and all but clearly massively underproducing uh with the highest paid defense yep any team in nfl history so tomlin hired him right yeah he promoted him actually Uh, austin's been on the team for a while he was the secondary coach uh promoted that whole uh stripping the football and coming down with a club for the defense and for the secondary, which promoted for more turnovers last year. um, And then became the offensive coordinator or sorry, defensive coordinator. Yes. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I like this narrative. If you want to squat on this narrative, Steelers have the, are the most overpriced defensive ever hundred million dollars. They should be making plays. Tough to make plays when you got a guy that is your defense sitting for half the season. That you got a guy, Fitzpatrick, who just came back after missing a couple games. Actually, just missed the one, and then he got appendici- appendicitis. It's <laughs> fucking appendicitis. Now, where was he last game? He should have been playing better. Are you are you trying? Okay, let's put it in these terms. Out of the people that we're paying on defense, Cam Hayward, T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, this year, Okunjobi. Because we gave him a one-year count contract around nine mil, eight mil, somewhere around there, seven, seven, eight. He's he's making a decent amount. Everybody else has either rookie contracts or journeyman contracts. Like all of our outside corners are like 2 million. Um, what's Sutton? Is he like a four or $5 million a year guy? Edmonds is making nothing this season. We're like, we're not going to pay you six mil. Come back, he, play, he makes him like two and a half. <laughs> he's worth that. I mean, I think Casey's better than he is. So out of those, out of those guys, out of Oak and Joby, Highsmith, TJ Watt, and Fitzpatrick. Who shouldn't be on the team? Who is making money that they shouldn't be making? Who is a waste of a contract on this team out of those players, which are taking up the majority of that $100 million? Not a single one. Not a single one of them would I get rid of. Zero chance of getting rid of any of those guys. All of them are playmakers. All of them are people you can build a defense around and make plays with. River, I see a great future with us. Have a great young core. Oh, yeah, I already said that one. Yes, you're right. Yes, screw the reads. If you have a guy open, throw it to him. You're right, Haas. You're right. Robert, the second half defense is the only house that really counts, and he has sucked with our highest paid defense. Any team in NFL history? So Tomlin has hired him, right? Of course, he, he promoted him. Already had him hired. He's already in the roster. He's a secondary coach. He got promoted. Also, also have, we hired Flores to come in and help as well. And they should be doing a better job. I agree, but we can do better. And you say, Tomlin's defensive genius. Clearly, clearly admit Tomlin will take over the defensive play calling. So, like, how is this not a problem that all their money is there? More than any team ever. Well, we already talked about it, and I've already talked about it. Ha, ha, ha. And he's not taking over the play calling this year. It's this like the first year he hasn't been doing the play calling. Why are you guys not upset about Tomlin for leading the league in sacks for the previous five years, being over 50 sacks? I don't know. You guys don't want to give Tomlin due when he does things right. You only want to point out things that may or may not be even attributed to him. That's the interesting thing that I thought about Tomlin deniers. Usually something that they don't like about the guy. And that's fine. If you don't like the coach, you don't like the coach. I understand that. I'm fine with that. But there are certain aspects that I don't think are his fault. <laughs> and he should have gotten credit for the great defenses that he did call the plays for, which he doesn't, which no one gives. Michael Hall, it will be asking a lot if we swept Baltimore again, like last year, both overtime wins, both drop past two point conversions by Ravens tight end. And yeah, and Andrews is a monster. Absolutely. Absolute monster. Michael Hall. I shall see you next week, Striker. Enjoy your day and be safe. Go Steelers. I don't even know what time it is. I can... Oh, we're past eight. We're past eight, guys. I know we're getting down there through there. Guys, if you have any other comments, please come out and get to them. Uh, I love how much Pickett has devolved, even in his last two games, a willingness to take some shots and throw it away. And most importantly, keeping his eyes downfield when running. Actually, he is keeping his eyes downfield for running, which is a positive. Second thing is he's throwing the ball away as opposed to throwing interceptions two games in a row. Now Kenny Pickett has not thrown an interception pretty good for a guy that was two touchdown, six interceptions going into two weeks ago. Now he's starting to creep up closer to the Mendoza line for touchdowns interception. Hopefully he can get there soon. Brian Flores for defense coordinator next year. Sure. I mean, I, I don't know how much he's going to be better than Austin. Um, I'm fine. I would love to have uh, Flores still be on the team to tell you the truth, but he's Flores is probably going to be a, a head coach next year. And I was corrected that the Steelers will not get two third-round draft picks now if Flores becomes a head coach. Why? Because he was already a head coach. Dumb rule. Dumb rule. We only have two black quarterbacks or two black coaches in the league. Flores got fired a year ago for no reason. <laughs> other than them trying to steal Sean Payton and, and, and illegally do it. And, uh, you know, it's a mess. Putting any black head coach in the league, you should get credit for it. And Flores should become a head coach again. He's a hell of a coach. Absolutely a hell of a coach. Michael Hall, we should borrow Michigan, Ohio State, or Georgia offensive lines just for the rest of the season. I'm just saying, yeah, please. <laughs> please. Claude Bishop, why would you fire Mike Tomlin, who has never had a top five quarterback and still manages the team for losing for over a decade? Still manage the team for losing, from losing for over a decade, essentially. Yeah. Well, you can argue Ben could have been a top five quarterback during his heydays in his early part of his years. I would argue with that. Mike Flores for DC. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he. I mean, and I would say that too. That Ben has been a top five uh, quarterback at least twice. Twice he he led the league in passing yardage. Twice he led the league in interceptions. One year too, but <laughs> that's what happens. It can happen to anybody. It can happen to the best of us. Mason Rudolph, bring in Troy. Oh gosh, where is that? That sl- slid down on me. Oh, I was reading that one. That wasn't it. There it is. We need Edmonds next year. We need Edmonds next year. No one understands how well he works with Minka or underrated he is. I'm completely against that gene. I am on the anti Edmonds train. I want anybody, but Edmonds. I think Edmonds is a guy. He's a guy that might make a splash play once every five or six games. We saw DeMonte KZ come in for one game as a starter and be all over the field making hits. Yeah. He got called for a penalty but at least he clicks and closes. At least he hits hard and he got an interception in a small amount of play other than our starter admins. Who's there to tackle the guy after he makes the catch. (laughs) It's not Thomas fault. Need a new offensive coordinator, wide receivers, running backs, tight end, another quarterback and get rid of Mason Rudolph. Bring in Troy, hire him as defensive coordinator. That's a great take. That's a fun take, stamps. Thank you for making me giggle. That's a good one. <laughs> I say bring in Tavon Austin as wide receiver if he can stay healthy. Is he a Dree archer? Oh, my cat's my cat just said he was. My cat just said Miles Austin is, or Austin is a Dree archer. <laughs> what? Chris Rainey, you shut your mouth. My cat's my cat's annoying. Oh, she what? Small, small, uh, 150 pound receivers, 160 pound receivers don't make it in the league. Sub 5'8 guys, what? <laughs> Bengals fans, man, they never let me let it down. <laughs> Your thoughts on our god awful offensive coordinator? I hope we get a new one next year, Ty. <laughs> That's my thought on it now. I've been talking about it all, all show. Mike Canada is a yard management offensive coordinator, not a scoring offensive coordinator. Haley was a scoring offensive coordinator. Even even uh Arians was a scoring offensive coordinator. Uh guys, that's all the time we've got on the show right now. We've been on for over an hour. Thank you for all the great conversation. As always, guys, um and I get down to my read here. Uh anything last you can pop up, I'll get to you uh, as I'm going off the air. Uh, be sure, guys, I'm going to be uh, releasing probably the podcast on Saturday this week, just because of Thanksgiving and everything going on. Uh, so, But if you're subscribed to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Steeler Nation, you will instantly see the, the podcast as I'm recording it, because I always record it just to our page first before releasing it as the full release later on in that day or the next day. So if you want to get the sneak peek on the podcast, that's a fun way to do it. And also seeing and asking questions, that's a good way to do it. Um, so that's over at SteelerNation.com, or sorry, YouTube.com slash nation. Read our great Pittsburgh Steeler-focused articles at SteelerNation.com. Tweet us at SteelerNation. Instagram us at SteelerNation.com and Facebook, SteelerNation.com. Follow the Steeler Nation podcast on Twitter at underscore SN podcast. Or follow me, your lovely host, Stryker, on Instagram on Twitter, on Tickety Talk, at SN Striker spelled with a Y. Guys, let me go back to your comments for the last ones out. Robert, meanwhile, Jeff Hardings has to be rated above Marquise Pouncey in the best stealer center list, which is above them in the center before entering early Mike Webster, the guy before, love Webster. Guys, Ray Mansfield is underrated too. He's the guy that came in from the 60s into the 70s and won the first two Super Bowls. while. Wow. Mike Webster was riding the pine in those Super Bowls. We got some awesome, awesome centers. I still wouldn't put Hardings above Pouncy though, me personally. But that could be your the way you personally see it, and I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate on you too much for that. Just Pouncy had a longer career. Claude Bishop, Manning, Brady, Rogers, Wilson, Favre, top tier, top tier. That yeah, Breeze, Breeze is up there too. Where's Breeze? Where's Rivers? Where's the other man? <laughs> There's a lot of. It depends on your definition of what a top five quarterback is. To me, it's winning. Winning, you win. I don't. I don't ever like Rivers. Statistically, is the best quarterback from that draft. And he has four less Super Bowl titles than Manning and and uh, Roethlisberger. Five less appearances in a Super Bowl. Had banging teams. Had a number one offense and number one defense in San Diego and missed the playoffs. That's the way it goes sometimes, guys. Ben Eli Rivers, second tier. That's a draft class right there. That's a good, one. that's four Super Bowls right there. <laughs> guys, that's all the time we have on the Steeler Nation VidCast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises, part of the Big Play Podcast, VidCast Network. I'm your host, G Striker. Rooting along with you, as always, go Steelers!